With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Pardon the interruption, but I'd like to save you some money. I'm Brandon Vogel, Managing Editor of Hale Varsity. And I wanted to offer listeners of this podcast $10 off the price of an annual subscription. That means that you can get everything we produce, 10 issues of our monthly magazine, our annual football yearbook, and all of the premium content we produce at HaleVarsity.com. Just go to HaleVarsity.com slash subscribe and enter the promo code GBR for $10 off a full year of Hale Varsity. That's HaleVarsity.com slash subscribe, promo code GBR. And now, and now back to Hale Varsity Radio. Back into it, it's Hale Varsity Radio, presented by Currency. Let's talk college football with Hall of Fame coach Gary Barnett. Coach, the season's done. The coaching search done for Nebraska. How's your week been? How's uh, Coach Barnett hanging in? Uh, you know, it, I, I've gotten myself into a lot of stuff, and so I'm, it's just over, a little bit overwhelming, but I signed up for it, and so I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm highly involved in creating a collective and, uh, uh, through a 501c3, and so that's uh, – you know, trying to create all the protocols and how things flow and this and that. And it's, I'm telling you, it's, it's very interesting. I, you know, I, hopefully it's going to help the university, but, uh, it's, it's, uh, not as easy as it sounds. Well, we know about them. They, they are a necessary, a necessity in college football. Now give us a, a backstory or as far as how you got roped in, as they say, tell me what you're, you're doing. Well, we've got a we have an organization that uh, is made up of former players that help other players. So, uh, a couple of years ago, we had a couple of suicides with Sean Salam and Drew Walrus, and we'd had we'd had nine over the last over about an eleven year period. And so, we just uh, uh, decided to take this that organ that group and make it a mental health, mm. uh, you know, accented. And so we've done everything we can to reach out to every former athlete in all sports and assess their mental health and then start providing services and resources to those people. So it's a 501c3. And, mm-hmm. and, um, so we, we, after, after watching and listening and, uh, we, we, uh, sort of got the, the idea to create a collective with it. And uh, really, sort of reach out to former athletes to to donate to our, the collective. And since it's a 501c3, it's tax deductible. And then, in turn, for providing resources to student athletes, they would do all sorts of things for our organization, mm-hmm. either through the social media or in in person. Uh, attending events, uh, making speeches, things like that. So we thought, you know, our, our thing is buffs helping buffs. And 
it doesn't say they have to be current or former. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we've done. And it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not a quick and easy slick thing like a regular collective is. This is a 501c3. It has to go through all sorts of tax, um, guidelines and everything else. So it's a, you know, it's been a bit of a headache, but it's coming together and, and we have it. It's formed. We've used it already and we're just trying to make it better. Gary Barnett with us on Hale Varsity Radio. Coach, good for you uh, being a part of that uh, with the mental health emphasis. Well, Matt Rule is in uh, his press conference Monday. It was quite a dance to get him your reaction to the hire and uh, your reaction to Trev pulling this hire off. Well, I, first of all, I think it's a really good hire. I think uh, the only thing with Matt is that he hasn't dealt with portals and he hasn't dealt with NIL. And as the head coach in the NFL, uh, you know, somebody else does all that. And so he's just going to have to get his feet wet, learn how to handle it. And he he will eight year contracts. He's going to have plenty of time to figure it out. Um, you know, I think Matt initially was going to sit out and I think, uh, probably the appeal, of uh, the resources at Nebraska and combination of Trev and and just everything else that Nebraska has going for it that made him think twice about that and he decided to actually go ahead and get back into college football and you know as um, he, he's got a really good resume um, uh, kudos to Trev for being able to pull that off it looks like they just traded his NFL salary for um, for his college salary and. You know, an eight-year deal. I mean, we uh, we legally couldn't do an eight-year deal, and and I'm assuming that Nebraska can, and mm-hmm. or else they've made. You can figure out ways to to make it work. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, kudos to them because they're they're going to get a guy with a lot of experience and a guy who's rebuilt two programs, and that's that's pretty amazing. How important in your eyes was it uh, when when you took over Northwestern? Colorado, and I know you, you, you'd worked in Colorado, so you, you had the high school background there, but I guess the question I have is, Rule rounds out his staff is, how do you, how do you protect the 500-mile radius if you're not from here? Well, uh, I just made myself really available. Gotcha. And I put, uh, I put every coach into the Chicago area. And, uh, you know, and some guys had Southern Illinois as well, but Chicago and Illinois are two different States really. (laughs) And so, um, you know, we, we did the urban part of Chicago, uh, and then the urban, the larger urban, uh, communities around the state, but we had someone, a separate coach assigned to, to areas so that, uh, every, every high school coach had somebody to reach out to. And we would visit almost every school. And um, I did the same thing at Colorado. I I put all my coaches in Colorado. They all had an area. And I wanted them to feel that they were responsible. Those coaches were responsible for finding someone in their area. And, uh, you know, that that put a little pressure on them. And, and of course, they didn't have to. and There wasn't any requirement. But I wanted them to feel the peer, peer pressure. Of finding and 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 reeling in one of the athletes in in the area that he was responsible for. So uh, Ed gave every high school coach an immediate contact to call if they needed something, wanted something, 
uh, advice, wanted to come up and watch practice, et cetera. They had a coach that, that they knew they could call. And so, uh, you know, you just start that way and you start working it. And pretty soon, you know, coaches are in the convention. They say, Hey, you know what? Every, uh, did you guys get contacted by Northwestern? I did. I haven't seen those guys in 20 years. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I didn't have anybody for them, but it's good to meet that guy and this and that. And so pretty soon it just starts to, you get credibility with the, with the high school coaches association. Gary Barnett with us, Hale Varsity Radio. Surprised at uh, Luke Fickle heading to Wisconsin. That uh, I know. I know Leonard's not pleased, but what a what a coup by the Badgers. I, I totally agree. I'm surprised he went this year instead of last year, but he may have seen uh, how difficult it is to maintain the level of play that he had created a year ago, and uh, especially. Uh, I lost a couple quarterbacks, and I think it really showed up in the championship game or in the big game with mm-hmm. Tulane. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, I was a little bit surprised. I was surprised that that Wisconsin was willing to let Leonard go because he's sort of a hometown guy, and sooner or later is probably going to be the head coach there. So, which was my feeling on the thing the whole whole way through. But mm-hmm. obviously, that either they didn't win enough games or I was wrong. So. Mm-hmm. Well, Coach, Which often happens, by the way. No, I, you're, you're on target a lot. We'll get to some weekend picks coming up. Uh, the news that broke yesterday, and, and I bring this up just because I know how close you are with the Joseph family, but uh, the arrest of Mickey Joseph, uh, do you have a reaction? Well, I'm just really disappointed in, in uh, for and in Mickey because – you know, you're, you were just put in a position of ultimate leadership. And, you know, leadership means people are watching you. People want to see how you handle adversity, problems, difficulties. And, uh, you know, that, that it's your greatest example to lead. And you have, you know, in, in his case, this, this is his second probably alcohol issue. And, you know, he just doesn't need that. He, he, he'd overcome the first one, I think. Mm-hmm. But now he's put himself in a position that's going to be really hard for him to reach the pinnacle of, of coaching uh, the way he wanted to do it. So, but, you know, that's, that's what happens. You know, if, if, you, if you don't maintain control of yourself, uh, and, you know, when you're in a position like that, then you pay the consequences. You have to be accountable. Ultimately, we'll see, but... I, th- I think this will be an accounting for Mickey. Coach, weekend games will start with Friday. Utah SC for the Pac-12. What do you feel in there? Minus two and a half Trojans. Well, I tell you, it's hard to beat anybody twice, and and uh, Utah is the only team to beat SC, and they did it in overtime and went for two uh, on the on the first touchdown, and uh, that's how they did it. And so, uh, Utah is a very physical team. Uh, I, I'm not sure how, if they're tied in, Dalton Kincaid is, is healthy, uh, then, then this is going to be a great game to watch. Uh, I don't know who wins this thing. Uh, SC has just been living a little bit on, you know, they create a lot of turnovers, and that's how they do it because you can move the ball on them. And uh, Utah did that in the first game. So I don't know where this thing goes. USC is favored by three. I would I would think that's about right, and, and like I said, it's hard to beat anybody twice. So I, I think I'd probably go with SC if I 
you made me do it. <laughs> How about TCU, uh, keeping with the beat them twice theme? Oh, I know. You know, and I, I, I sort of feel for TCU because uh, they've already beaten uh, Texas or uh, Kansas State mm-hmm. once, and but hard to beat. And they had to, they had to come from behind like they have in five of their games to do that. And it's about the same spread. You know, I mean, it's it's uh, two and a half, I think. So, uh, you know, hard to beat anybody twice. But TCU is just they're playing at such a high level and uh i i think i've got to go with tcu but i would not be surprised to see kansas state beat them. give me a thought here with the playoff spot do you like ohio state sneaking in or getting in if tcu or usc stumble yeah i'm okay with that i'm okay with it do you like um, do you think ohio state's better better team than, than tcu or, or i think it i i probably think that way USC, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, you know the only quality game that that Ohio State has is probably Penn State and Notre Dame, mm-hmm. and then you know everybody else is uh, not. And 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 you 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 look at TCU coming out of the Big Twelve, which maybe the Big Twelve doesn't receive that much cred, but I'll tell you that's top to bottom that's been the most competitive conference this year. So so I think TCU has a real argument to if they're a one loss team to stay in there, but. I don't know. I, I, Ohio State has a big drum they beat, mm. and uh, it'd be hard <laughs> to bypass it. <laughs> Gary Barnett with this coach. Last thought: any shot of LSU upsetting Georgia? Yeah, I, I think so. I don't think they. I don't like that spread. Yeah, uh, you know, I would be taking LSU in the spread, but uh, the points. But I don't think that they're going to win the game. Mm-hmm. But LSU is sneaky good, mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know, he's done a good job there, but I, I don't think they can pull it off. Gary Barnett with us. Coach, have a good weekend. We'll chat soon. Thanks for your time. All right, Chris. Thanks a lot.